What's up, everyone? You're listening to the From Anxious to Able podcast. It's your host, Michaela Z, and you're currently listening to season four, episode six. And this is a little bit of a throwback. I recorded this podcast episode a few months ago while we were staying in Montana with some family, and we had just gotten back from a um, road trip amongst the road trips to Spokane, Washington for a all-expense-paid retreat. It was the gold retreat um, brought to you by Young Living. <laughs> they did not sponsor this episode, <laughs> but I am a brand partner with them. This is what I, that's how I built my business. That's how I started my um, entrepreneurial journey with network marketing and specifically with Young Living. And so I wanted to do a little recap of like what I took away from that trip, um, especially for people who are currently doing this business or thinking about doing this as a business. Um, Hopefully you leave this episode with some inspiration um, as to what's possible for you and what's coming in your future if you continue down the path. Um, So yeah, let's get to it. coming and you're listening to from anxious to able what's up everyone thanks for joining the from anxious to able podcast it's your host michaela z and i'm really glad you're here i have no idea what what podcast i have no idea what podcast episode this is i don't have my phone to check but it is what it is um it's been a while since i recorded an episode and i'm really happy to be back and i feel like i say that every time so that's just where we're at with this summer i'm just getting episodes in when i where i can um i can't say it's like my total priority but it is still really important to me and it's kind of my creative outlet my way to just kind of speak everything out that i've learned um and I also do this through Instagram I go live and I'll just go live for like an hour at a time and then I'll be like man she just recorded a podcast um so if you ever want to just check out that it's at your moon mom is my Instagram um I just recently went live about my experience at the gold retreat that I earned through Young Living and that was um so much fun we literally just got back last night and we were we were going to come back today but then um I have a call tonight to finish off your secret sauce academy which is my 6 week long coaching program for the the misfits and rebels in network marketing to help them establish a really strong foundation to help them um unlock their added value in the in the organization and beyond the products that they sell and it's been amazing those last 6 weeks have been so great the crew who took this course with me have been so incredible. I think there was 38 total. So there was like 18 people who um, like came back or no, sorry, there was 18 people who like came new and then the rest of them were um, returning people. And so that was really, really fun. And the people who returned to your Secret Sauce Academy like skyrocketed, like just crazy, crazy, crazy. It was so cool. So whenever people take my Secret Sauce Academy, um, 
they get to come back for free to the next to the next season that we do um, so that they can like just kind of take it from a different perspective, kind of like a step further into leadership and stuff. But now we're about to roll. So there's the, the final calls tonight. And I just wanted to make sure that I had gotten back to where we're staying in Montana before. I didn't want to be rushed back um, coming back from Washington. So we went. So we've been on the road for about two and a half weeks. We're going to be on the road for a little bit longer or we're going to be out and about <laughs> um, away from home for a little bit longer. But we decided to drive to Montana from Central Texas. So we stopped in. Um, we stopped like a few different places. We actually stopped in Fort Collins for a couple of days to visit a friend. And then we um, went to the like northern part of Montana it's like close to the Canada border and we've, we've been visiting my sister and then it just happened to work out that the gold retreat that I earned, um, was only four hours from where we were in Montana. So we, we ended up, we drove to Montana with, um, so it was me, Corey, my two and a half year old and our three month old. I drove to Montana and then we stayed for a little bit and then we drove to Washington for the retreat. Um, like shout out to Corey because he's been driving the majority of the time. And also he um, basically still stayed in the hotel with these kids while I went to all of the different things for the gold retreat. Um, he's amazing. And because I just really felt like we should stick together. And he felt that too, that it's just a really weird time. And um, you know, that the feelings might change. The intuition might change on that throughout the year. We're kind of waiting to see what unfolds because we have two more trips, big trips coming up. And we're trying to decide, do we, you know, take the kids? Do we leave the kids? Do we take the baby and leave Atlas? Do we like, where do we, what do we do? Or do I just go and they stay, you know, that kind of thing. And, but this time we were, we were just really like the energy was just like, let's just stick together. I really felt that. And so he was on board with it and he really, he was amazing. And, um, so we went to the gold retreat and, um, and these retreats. So what they are basically is that there are different things you can earn. So I don't like to say that I won them because you have to earn them. You don't get like drawn out of a hat, <laughs> but anybody can earn them like in the company when they get to a certain point of the, of like, um, they're called ranks, but like a certain point point in the company. So when they start becoming like leaders of the company in the sense of like, they're creating, um, like a substantial amount of income for the company per month, or they're bringing in a substantial amount of sales of product per month. Um, they start qualifying, we start qualifying for different positions in the company. And, um, when you can keep those positions. So like, let's just say there's nine ranks, I think. So it's like star, senior star, executive, silver, uh, gold, platinum, cr diamond, crown diamond, royal crown diamond. And so, uh, when you get to silver, which is the fourth rank in the company, that's when you are technically a leader of the company. And if you hold that rank for three months, you qualify for like an all expense paid retreat to go visit their um, headquarters in Utah. And they pay for your travel, they pay for your hotel, they pay for some of your meals, they they like do like different swag back. It's just like fun. They just spoil you rotten. <laughs> and I actually haven't been on that trip yet. So that's I'll get to that, but that's coming. Um and then the next level up is gold. So from silver to gold, you basically have to like triple your sales per month. Um, and there's like some other different things you have to qualify for in order to hit those ranks. So then if you qualify for that and you hit it three months, then they take you to Washington, Spokane, Washington, um, 
pay for everything and spoil you there. It's a smaller group. It's a little bit more intimate. And then um, they take you to the farm, the St. Marie's, St. Marie's farm in um, Utah. No, sorry, in Idaho. Um, so, like, we're in Washington, but then, like, we basically drive over the border to get to the farm. And that trip was so much fun. Um, that's what we just got back from. That's the first retreat. Like, so I've been to the whole, I, I think I did a podcast on it, but I went to the Hawaii trip, which is a different, this, this is like outside of their like retreats you can earn. So these retreats they do every single year. The Hawaii trip I earned was more of like an incentive trip that like they'll come up with a random trip um, every so often so that people who are either like stuck at a rank or who are just getting started in the business, like they can qualify for it. So like literally someone who just got started in the business and is still like a star or like a distributor can qualify for these trips, these incentive trips that come. So the, the, the retreats are different. You have to like hit a certain qualification or you have to hit a certain rank at the company and hold it for three months and like all of this. And, and like, it takes time to work up to those different ranks and they do the same ones every year. And then with the incentive trips, they kind of come in every so often. I mean, I'm not, uh, we don't know, you know, like it's not like guaranteed that they're going to happen, but what happens it like it, it, you know, when they feel like doing it or whatever, they bring in these incentive trips and they, they brought in the Hawaii trip. It was called dream 1000. And it's basically like the top 500 people in the company over a three month period of time. So it's not like who can get to the, the highest rank or who has the most people on their organization or who's making the most money. That's not what it is. It's basically like who, um, can like who, who can invite the most members in, into the organization and that three month period of time, like there's, and who can help their team, like who can help the most people on their team hit new ranks. Um, so they, there's different ways to qualify for points, but the things I really like about the incentive trips is that it, it's like something that really invites you to show up for other people because it's all about helping the people on your team hit their goals because that's how you get points. And it's all about like, getting the product in as many hands as possible. So that is such a fun thing. And I love that they do that for people who are just getting started and like, because they can come in and it gets them excited. And like, it also like, it breaks the boundaries of like network marketing. When you think about like the, you know, everyone's like, it's a pyramid scheme or whatever. It kind of breaks that boundary because it's like, it doesn't matter where you're at in the organization or where you're at on the, in the, in the company, like you can qualify for that. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, I, in the last, so I've been a part of the company for the last two and a half years. In the last two and a half years, or the, not this year, but the year before I qualified for, is this right? Um, let's see, 18, 19, 20, 20. Yeah, so I'm coming on three years. So in the first year I was part of the company, I um, qualified for silver and gold retreat. And then the second year I qualified for platinum. What happened was I... Um, qual so I qualified for platinum when like when everything COVID was happening. So the invite I got to go on that this year would have been the right timing, but the silver and gold retreat, I, um, wasn't able to go because of all like the COVID stuff. And I think maybe I had like deferred my silver one the first year. And then when it came around the second year, it was like COVID. So they like deferred everyone. And then same with like gold, all the retreats got deferred. I'm pretty sure everywhere around everywhere, <laughs> things got canceled and moved and pushed back and all the, all the things. 
so this year, anyway, what happened was this year I got the invitation for the silver, gold, and platinum retreat. So I, um, the platinum retreat, I think I forgot to mention, the platinum retreat is in Ecuador, and that's when they take you to the Young Living Foundation. They take you to the school um, where they're giving these children educations there, and they let you meet the people because you, you, can, you can choose to sponsor someone through Young Living, like a sponsor a student at their school in Ecuador help them like get the education that they need and like pay for their books and all that stuff. And you can write letters back and forth with them. I actually just, this is really sad that I'm like, I'm just really realizing you can do this. Um, so I'm like in the process of like doing that. I really want to do that. But whenever you go to, like, I found that out while we're at the gold retreat, the young living foundation is one thing that I never really was exposed to when I first got started in young living and then like started learning a little bit more and more about it. And then this, um, this retreat, cause I've never been to convention or anything like that. So it's like, I love the products. I use the products. I've loved them for a really long time before I ever really became a brand partner with young living. And I know that. And then I, now I've been able to like visit farms and stuff like that, but I've never actually been able to go to a convention yet because the last two have been virtual and um yeah so there's just things I don't know and I'm like constantly learning more and like constantly like just unlocking things about this company that I really really like and so um, I'll talk more about what my experience was like at gold and like what I like just some takeaways that I had but yeah so the platinum retreat you get to go and you get to meet the student that you're sponsoring which is really cool so if you make it to platinum and you've been sponsoring a child like throughout their um you know their education you get to meet them there and you also get to help build things and like plant gardens it's like more of like a like hands-on retreat like the silver and gold are more like I don't know if you guys can hear uh I can hear the baby crying downstairs <laughs> um but the silver and gold are more like, you know, like, you know, fancy smiths, bougie, like want to make you feel like, you know, celebrated hardcore. And um, then they take you to the farms and like show you the different farms that they own because they own a lot of their own farms. And uh, the farm is so the farms are so freaking cool. Like I was hoping when I first visited the farm in Hawaii, um, the Sandalwood Farm, Royal Hawaiian Sandalwood Farm, I was like really, really hoping it was good enough for me to continue talking about because I have a lot of like sustainability is a big deal. And a lot of my it's a lot of really big deal for like a lot of my the people in my life. And so just seeing that like these farms are like zero waste and they are like um, not using any herbicides or pesticides and like they're making sure that the ground that like the 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 farmlands that they're buying haven't been destroyed with herbicides and pesticides like they will not purchase land unless it's been untouched by toxic chemicals for at least 50 years so it was really cool to see that farm this time because this farm that we went to in Spokane or sorry like we went to Spokane but the farm we went to in St. Marie's um, Idaho um, was the very first farm that the owner of the company, Gary Young, ever bought. So it was small. It was only 160 acres. They did not have a lot of money whenever they first got started in this company 27 years ago, literally the year I was born. Um, they didn't have a lot of money, and that was the first farm that they had had uh, bought and started there growing like like experimenting with different things and lavender and peppermint. They ended up growing um, – they ended up finding that what grew the best there was Melissa. 
and goldenrod, lavender, and then they also grew some Idaho blue spruce and like white, um, white fir, I think. But anyway, it was cool to be able to like hear those stories and stuff like that. And then the platinum tree is like a little bit more like heartfelt, hands-on, like here, like now that you're a platinum, because when you're a platinum, it's, it's a big deal. You are literally like one step away from being a actual voice in the company because once you hit diamond you get a like you have meetings with the like with the CEO and the like the managers and like you get meetings with them so you can voice your concerns you can voice things you would like to see change you can voice you know um, problems that you're experiencing or that your team are is experiencing and so I really love that it's a really, really big goal of mine to get there this next year to get my team there because my team has a lot of really, really good ideas. Um, and there, <laughs> and I just know that we, you know, we would have a really powerful voice in the company if we were able to get to that point. So I have a huge goal to get our team to diamond by next year and by 20, the end of 2022. So platinum's a big deal because you're kind of coming into that. I mean, pretty much like when you are, when you hit platinum, it's going to, it's, it's rare that anybody's going to hit platinum and like decide to do something else. Like it takes so much fucking work to get to platinum that if you are like that dedicated and you are that consistent and you like, you know, are that willing to get to that point, they really want you to understand like the heart of everything and like what you're partaking in. And they know that you're in it for the long haul, if that makes sense. So, you know, each step, you know, there was lots of like silver is a really, really big one too. And I think that's why they kind of consider people like a leader when they hit silver, which is that first rank, which is about you're making, it's like you're bringing in like 10,000 OGV per month, which is like overall group volume in your team. Um, And then from there it's gold, which is 35,000. And then from there is platinum, which is a hundred thousand a month. And that's not what you're making. Like, that's not my paycheck, but that's how much in product is being sold on my organization. And uh, which I will have, I have to say this because I don't like to like pretend, but I, <laughs> I have, I hit platinum for about six months and then I lost, I like lost it a little bit whenever I was working on my courses and stuff because it was not my main focus. So, um, I'm not even like thinking about platinum though. I'm thinking straight for diamond because I'm going to have to hit platinum again on my way there. So I'm not even concerned. (laughs) I'm just like straight for diamond, baby. Anyway, so um, that was a lot of the place. But those, so I I ended up getting an an invitation to all three of them this year. (laughs) And so um, we're, you know, we were definitely able to make the gold one because it just happened to work out that we were like really wanting to, you know, um, visit my sister and we, we hadn't visited her at her new place yet in, in Montana. And so that was perfect. And then, um, you know, we'll see, we, we have every intention of going to silver cause Corey and I both qualified. So for that one, so, um, we have every intention of going there and I actually have some people from my team going there, which is so amazing. And I like really want to just witness that and be there for them. And, um, I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to be there for them because if I had had if I had gone originally when I had just gotten it, then I wouldn't have really had anybody on my team who had also hit silver yet. Um, and I'm also like excited to go because I met a lot of really great people at this last retreat and got to connect with people a little bit more that I had met in Hawaii. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for that because it's like not that long in between cause it's literally next month. So 
we have every intention of going. We're not exactly sure what our plan is, though, because that's another really, really long drive if we're going to take everyone. Um, so I don't. we may, because it's a little closer and, like, I don't know, we may decide to fly, but I'm very hesitant to fly right now. Um, just, like, I don't know, just doesn't, you know, meh. <laughs> I don't know. It's like maybe all those shit going on in the world. I just maybe not want to lie. Um, and yeah, but like, the, you know, in those kinds of cases, it's one of those things like if we got stuck there or something, we could always drive back. And with the Ecuador trip, we're, we're really not sure. Um, the cool thing about the Ecuador trip is that they let you defer it for a year. So like if you can't go the first year you earned it, then you can go the next year. I couldn't do that with the silver and gold because I had already deferred it the first year. I maybe could do it with the gold. I don't think I ever deferred that one, but I decided to go. I wanted to go. Um, and then, yeah, so with Ecuador, we aren't sure. I really, really want to go, and I want to have that experience so bad. Um, but we're just going to have to play it by ear and see, like, just go with the flow. But, oh, my God, though, I'm just so grateful to have been able to take this trip with my family and for us to be able to stick together and still be working and, like, you know, at the gold retreat. So one of the biggest things that I love so much about this company is that it's, it's like the found, the, the, the foundation of the company is, is like the people building this company are mostly moms, um, like stay at home. Well, they're not, I don't like to say they're stay at home moms because they work fucking hard. These people, especially when they're getting like to gold and platinum and above and stuff. Um, but I mean, that's like, that was like the, you know, the avatar of Young Living, I would say, is like a stay-at-home mom. And so when you're going to these, these trips, they, like, you know, we had the kids with us and I, I would take Skylar, our youngest one, like to, to a lot of things because I'm breastfeeding and, you know, I, I had my pump with me and I could pump so much, but if I'm going to be like, you know, out for a whole day or whatever, you know, it was just like, yeah, I'll just take them with me. Like when we went to the farm, I just took them with me and like wore them the whole day. Um, cause it's just better that way. I don't have to worry about it. But, um, I love, so like one of the things that I just loved so much and it literally makes me tear up because this was like the very first, like I had Atlas whenever I went to Hawaii as well, and he was around six months old, I think. I can't remember if he was one. No, oh yeah, no, he was like eleven months. I keep saying he's been he was six months. He was literally about to turn one. Like he turned one the next month. But they invite people to bring their breastfeeding babo- babies, and they're just very welcoming of that. It's like I just love that I can be sitting there with my boob in my baby's mouth while I'm talking about like systems and strategy and to be taken seriously and no one's blinking twice at me because the majority of people in the room have either been there or are there right now like with their baby too or um, you know we have a lot of we had a lot of pregnant women there that were like soon to be welcoming their baby and so like they just loved being in that energy you know not everyone's a mom there and that's not like, uh, it's not a prerequisite, but it's just very welcoming to mothers. And that's something that I really, really appreciate. I appreciate being taken seriously as a human being, um, as well as a mother. And so that was like another really big, just kind of breakthrough moment for me. And like realizing that I had, that I had made the right choice in being a part of this company. And then, like I mentioned before, the farms, like the, that was a really big experience. I mean, it's so important. It's literally the foundation of the, of the company. It's an essential oil company. So the farms are the foundation, you know, and 
there's so much that I realized because like when you're a part of a network marketing company and you, you do like the conventions and all this stuff, like I've done the virtual conventions, like I said, I haven't been to the conventions in person, but it's like a big show, you know, like it, it, it's meant to be that way. It's made for thousands of people. Like they, you know, everything is scripted, especially when it's being recorded live and like all of that stuff. So it's a very different energy. I mean, and it's a fun energy and people love convention. Like anybody you talk to like that has gone to the actual in-person convention, they love it so much. Um, but it's very different dynamic of like performance and all of that. And to like having these experiences at the farm, being able to talk to the CEO of the company of Young Living, Mary Young, being able to talk to the farmers and like actually like feel their heart and to like get an idea of like where they're at and like, you know, what it's been like for them as, you know, working for this company. And I really appreciate that they're just super open. Like they are very transparent in the sense of like they just let people come to their farms. You can ask all of the freaking questions. Like I asked the most questions probably of anyone there. I just kept asking questions to the farmers about how they keep the, you know, how they enrich the soil and, you know, um, doing like cover crops and like how often they do that and like all of these things, right? So I was just like asking all the questions. So I want to make sure that I'm like representing the right company and that I'm also giving the right information. And I loved the, the farmer was just like so genuine and you can tell like he didn't skip a beat when he was responding and it, it wasn't like he wasn't nervous. He was definitely nervous because he's a farmer and he was like speaking in front of all these people and it's been a couple years and we're all kind of like socially awkward now, you know? Um, so like you could tell he was nervous about speaking, but when you would ask him questions about the plants, like about Melissa and about the, like, especially Melissa, cause those are the, that's the main one that they grew on that property. Um, he got really excited and he talked about how Melissa's finicky and you have to, you have to pick her at just the right time when her buds are like coming down from being like when they start out yellow and then they start to fade to white and you have to pick them exactly that time and the constituents are going to be right. And he was talking about how much he loves like the new relationship that these, that they've been creating with the corporate world. Cause it's two separate worlds, but they come, they have to come together. So he's been saying how like they're the people who've been coming into this company are creating a really good bridge between like the farmers and the farms to the corporate world. And so now it's like almost a requirement for all of the corporate members to have experiences on the farm to like be there long enough for and like to experience a harvest and to like talk with all the farmers so that they understand that when the farmer is saying like I we cannot distill Melissa right now, or we cannot harvest the Melissa right now. Like the constituents are not right. If we do it, it's not going to be the best that it can be. Or, Hey, like I need a tractor tomorrow because the constituents are exactly where they need to be. Our tractor isn't working. If we wait longer than two days, like the constituents are going to change and we're going to have a completely different batch than what we could get right now if we harvest right now. So he was saying how much he appreciated that relationship being built with corporate and how that's kind of becoming like a very, it was a really important, because it's been 27 years. So over the last 27 years of this company being, around like a lot of different people have come in and out of corporate which I think is a good thing because it gives different perspectives people can come in and like shift the energy as they need to or whatever um but the foundation of the company like the CEO is still Mary Young she's very old she's <laughs> she or she's elderly I wouldn't say she's like very very old um I actually don't know how she is 
but she had her kids when she was in her like late 40s, early 50s. And they're, I think her oldest kid's like 21 now. So she must be in her like 70s. But she still partakes in everything. Like she was there having lunch with us. Um, she like spoke at every different event. She walked around the farm. Like she talked to people. It's not like she's not MIA. You know, she's very, very a part of what goes on because she's very passionate about that. Sorry, guys. It was really loud downstairs. Um, but that's something I look for. Like the CEO is sticks around and there's been like over the last 27 years, they've gone through a lot of hurdles and like, uh, people will make, you know, like people have all the stories and all the opinions and about network marketing, MLMs, about the farms, about the Gary Young, who was her husband that passed away about, you know, whatever it was like, they've been attacked at all angles because they've been around for the fucking longest. They were like the first essential oil company in the U S to like actually be like, you know, big distributor distributors like that. And it was so nice because like I said, like convention is a whole different cup of tea, right? So Mary Young grew up, she was like, you know, an opera singer all throughout her life. Like that's what she lived in Vienna and like she went to school for that. And then I think she was a teacher for a little while. And then she got, you know, she was in these like different shows and was like a part of like really, you know, fancy opera houses, like really well-known opera houses. That was her life. Her life was performance. And then she kind of got this like call to go back home to the States. And she was kind of telling her story about that and how she met Gary Young and how she like got into network marketing. And she was making jokes about it because she was saying how like so many people think that she married Gary Young, who was like the science guy. He was the plant guy. You know, he did all that background stuff of like, he had brought distillation back from France and started you know, like was like welding his own distiller and like all of this stuff, right? So the first distillation that they did was like two pots like welded together. Anyway, <laughs> it was really funny. And it was just, you know, it was really cool to hear her speak just on like a really down to earth level, no script. You know, she was just telling her memories that she had of them starting this company together. And that she was, and she was just like laughing about how, you know, people assume that she married him for the money. And then she read this letter that she had written him whenever he, like first invited her into the company because basically what had happened is she had already like built her way up in in a network marketing company and so she knew how all of that worked and she really understood marketing and so she had found him at some like I can't remember if it was like a state fair or something that he was talking at I can't remember what she said um and he had invited her to like come learn more and she was like, no, nah, I'm not really into that thing. But she like put her phone number down, was like, hey, next time you're in town, like let me know and maybe I'll be able to make the next one or whatever. And they did end up calling her a couple months later and like she went and learned more about these essential oils. And um, she said that she just remembers being there and being like, wow, this guy is very knowledgeable. He's super, super passionate. Um, he obviously knows what he's doing and what he's talking about, but like, oh my God, his marketing, his marketing platform or like his marketing overall is just really shit. Like really bad. I'm paraphrasing. I don't know if she used the word shit. So anyway, um, they kind of like started working together on like a more basic level and then he invited her in as an investor. And so there was this letter that she had written him that she found when they were like going to demolish the original house they lived in on like the farm that we went to visit this, this, um, at the gold retreat in Idaho. Um, and so she read a part of it, like she put it up on the board and she read a part of it and she was like, I just crack up because people don't realize that like, 
he came to me to be an investor in this company, I responded with to him telling him that I wasn't going to invest unless um, he allowed me to be basically a partner in the company so that she could write the marketing plan. So she's actually the one who created the entire like network- networking system, all of their different ranks and commissions and like all of that. They literally had none of that before she had come to be like come to, to into their world. So they were really such a great team and it was really just so nice to be able to hear that because to be honest, I wasn't super connected at on that level. Um, I like thought the like conventions were like a little much like they were, you know, she's singing opera and like her son and his wife are singing on the hammock holding hands and it's like just crazy cheesy and like, you know, it's, it is like interesting and, (laughs) and I just didn't understand it. And like that vibe was just like, you know, I'm like, I'm not really vibe. That's just not my vibe, you know? And, um, it was a little bit more on the religious side of things and like all of that. But when you hear her heart and you actually get to like sit there and like listen to her talk, like I felt truth in what she said. She did not need a script. The reality of what they went through together was like, you know, it was, it's, it was real, you know, they started with just this passion and, and the, what I honor so much and what I love so much is that she could easily walk away. Like the, the person, like her husband has passed away. Um, you know, she's making a, a finance, like a, you know, a lot of money and she could easily walk away. And that's what she's saying. Like, you know, they, the, the other people of this company are like the, you know, the, the, the managers and like all the marketing people, like they probably want me to walk away cause I'm so outdated, but like, this is our passion. This is our love. This is like our family's legacy. Like we started this together. We raised our kids here on, on these farms, like going from farm to farm, like, you know, just solving problems and working together. And and they were that like perfect bridge of like the marketing corporate world back when she began and him being like the plant, you know, magic, the plant magic aspect of it. And so like they really worked well together. And so like now, you know, it's been 27 years with them still being part of the company, a lot of other people have come in and out like to like kind of get them up to date with the marketing nowadays and all of that. So I can imagine that it's pretty frustrating like because like, you know how it is. Like you know because things are like moving so fast or changing so fast that like people are probably like a little bit like, okay, Mary Young, like she talks a lot, like she, like her marketing's outdated, like all the stuff. But then it's like, dude, this woman is the reason this company is like a billion dollar company. Like she came in and she like fucking slayed at the marketing aspect of it. And so I, like, I can just imagine that dynamic, you know, of like, uh, like this chick like is the reason. It's time for a little product praise. Time for a little product praise. What's up, guys? Quick break in the episode because I want to invite you to check out fumeessential.com. They have a really awesome quiz you can take to see which cores might be best for you, but fume is a 
really cool wooden breathing tool that allows you to optimize the use of essential oils. Um, I love the reassur reassurance blend that they have for when I'm driving to the city or if I'm having occasional moments of anxiousness. I love um, their Invigorate one if I'm going to go work out to help increase oxygen flow to kind of get my energy moving. It's such a fun thing to have around. You also can make your own little cores with your own essential oils. There's no vape, smoke, any electronics or anything like that. It's a very, very simple tool. Um, go check it out. You can take the quiz and see what might be the best course for you to start with. It's fume, F-U-M, essential.com. Use code moonbabe10 to save 10% on your entire order. So Gary Young was like the plant's the science, like traveling all around the world, bringing in like specific seeds um, from all around the world, trying different things, failing at it, moving plants around. Like she was just talking about like it was his one, like it was his like main true love, like his family and the farms. Like those were like, it's where he wanted to be, like horseback riding, being on the farms, like learning more about these plants, like really le learning how um, like when the best time to harvest them is, what's the best temperature to distill them at? Like he was dedicated and committed to having the highest quality products. And then he passed those systems down to different farmers and different people like one by one. And then they created the sealed seed to seal prompt, like promise basically the seed to seal contract which so they own a lot of their own farms around the world but she was just basically very young was kind of talking about like with the amount of people we supply product to it is impossible for us to like have to be able to create all these different essential oils on the farms that we own and like we are you know we're always welcoming new farms into our space and trying to have the you know the most um ownership over our farms that we possibly can like the main essential oils that they grow they do own their farms but the beautiful thing is that all of the partnerships that they do have they have a very very strict protocol and guidelines they pass along the systems they pass along the science and like they have to follow those strict guidelines in order for them to be a partner with young living so like the testing like the, te the they have to test it like three times um like it needs to be distilled at a certain temperature it needs to be harvested at a certain time it needs to like there needs to have been no toxic chemicals on the land it needs to be no pesticides, herbicides, anything like that being used. So they have a very like strict protocol that they created over time. I'm sure they've made mistakes along the way, you know, um, over the last 27 years. But over the last 27 years, what I love so much is that they have just become more and more um, transparent. Like come to the farms and ask questions. We don't have anything to hide here. Like the farmers are very upfront. Like I love how the farmer that I talked to and like the questions I was asking, he was like very truthful. It wasn't like, you know, I was like, oh, so you guys might like, what kind of water do you use? And he's like, you know, it's, it's really clean water in the sense that it's coming from the wells. Like it's mountain water. Cause they're like up in the freaking mountains. There's no service or anything. He's like, it's mountain water. It's really, really clean water, but it's not the cleanest. It Like it's, it's, um, he basically says it looks dirty like if you were to go to our like pond where we use the water it looks dirty because it like runs through different areas and like collects dirt but um 
but he said like overall it's like really clean and he's talking about his relationship with corporate and how like it used to be really tough because they didn't understand what we were saying and why we couldn't have things in stock and like you know they have it's like there's so many moving parts they have people complaining that they're the essential oil that they want isn't in stock and then they're like you know annoyed and they want us to harvest and blah 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 and he's like that relationship has been like touch and go and like right now they're just getting it they're understanding he's like it just like they're starting to understand more and like during um you know, every, all the shifts and changes that are happening, like they're having corporate members come and like get to know the farms, get to know the farmers so that they really, really understand what's happening here. It's such a beautiful thing too. Cause I also, so I also got a chance to like get to know the events team who put on these retreats. I ended up in like, I ended up being late to the rafting experience and like getting on, um, like the last bus. And so the events team had like gotten on last minute. They kind of weren't sure they were going to be able to do it. They said they were like, had a lot of products, projects they needed to finish, but if they were able to finish it, then they were going to go do the rafting trip. And there was only like a total of seven of them, a seven of them doing this entire retreat, like for, um, how many people it was over 400 people. So responsible for like catering and the swag bags and all of the like table settings and like so many different things. Um, there were only seven of them and their overall team, like their global team, I think they said was 14 or 13. So it was really cool to talk to them and like hear their heart and like hear how much they love working for the company. They were like younger, vibrant girls. I was like on the raft with them for two hours. I got to ask them a ton of questions. Um, I would, they would not disclose the things they couldn't disclose. So <laughs> they were doing good at that part. I was like, where's the time? and retreat going to be they're like we have not disclosed that information yet um they were talking about how much they love the platinum retreats their favorite retreat because they just get to see the hearts and souls of the people and like you know they just said it just takes you like it takes you right back to like the foundation of this company so um what it, this trip did for me and I'm sure that's the intention of this trip is it just clarified some things for me and I felt I feel more um, I feel like I have a deeper relationship with the actual like story of this company rather than just the products itself. I think for the longest time I was building this comp building my organization based off my, my like solely my love for the products. I had no idea, you know, I've read stories about people like having opinions about Gary Young and Mary Young or whatever. And was like, okay, well, you know, I, I didn't really, con I didn't connect to those stories. First off, I didn't feel like I was like reading truth when I was reading through those, you know, just people, people's banter. Not everyone's going to be happy about life, you know, or about any, you know, whatever people have opinions, not everyone's going to love them. But, um, I didn't like connect or disconnect. I just was like, it doesn't matter. I like, I, I was just like, not, I didn't really care about that level. I guess it was more so I, like, I have had really a massive, amazing experiences with these products, like truly amazing experience with these products. I love the people, um, in this company that I've been able to connect with. And this is a really amazing bridge for people who are trying to take their health and wellness, you know, back into their own hands. And the business opportunity is really epic. And, you know, like, so like, the, it, it met the foundations of and the farms like I had had the farm experience of uh, before like in Hawaii like pretty soon after I had started working for Young Living or with Young Living so 
I was like solid, you know, I was like, I was good building my business on that level and like not really connecting to the level of like, you know, Mary Young and convention and like all of that stuff, you know, it's like, I'm just over here in the corner doing my own thing. And this really changed that for me. Like I really had a wake up call in the sense of like, these people are real people and their story is like really beautiful. And it really actually reminded me of me and Corey, like in a, in a, unique way and just in the sense of like how we work together how she was you know she was talking about her Mary and Gary like together she was talking about them together and like how their brains just worked in unison and like that's how this became so successful like they just worked you know she understood his like crazy passion you know that other people couldn't understand and like he like you know kind of let her do that other part that he knew he wasn't good at and they just worked really well together so she was reading that like going back to reading the letter she was reading that letter and she was laughing that people think that she married him for the money because they you know she had some money to invest in the business but it was like minimal amounts she was like we were starting with like nothing and you know their first farm was only 160 acres and if you're thinking about like young living being like a multi million i think they even they're even even like they've reached a billion dollar company um it you know that's not a lot of land that's where they started 160 acres and she was telling the whole story about how they found the land and like the house that they lived in that they ended up having to demolish because it was like just so horrible um but yeah it was really nice to hear that like to hear her just talk from her heart about like her experience of building and I think you could tell that she's kind of coming towards the like the end of her life you know I'm not saying like anytime soon but I'm just saying you know when you get to a certain age like my parents are at that age as well like my parents are in their late 60s and so they are both kind of coming into those like remembering the stories and the memories and like you know they've been talking about it a lot more and like their revelations and the lessons that they've learned and you can tell that's where she's at in her life as well that crone phase of life where they're just in a a point of reflection and like you feel the truth because there's no reason for them not to be truthful and I love that she's still around because there's no like there's she doesn't need to be and you know that something is built off just straight passion when people don't leave the room just because they're making money like she never left she could have easily just picked up and gone like oh I'm making enough money here and that's what I love so much about my organization in itself so like the people that I ended up like joining forces with like the people who are higher ranks than me that help and guide me and lead me and whatever I ended up in a really really good team um the people like Logan and Brittany and Annie like all these people and some of them I've been even recorded podcast episodes with and they're like in the earlier episodes of of the podcast but they're they're just like good people that are really passionate about what they do they could easily walk away from this and like continue creating like continue getting that residual income and stop showing up but it's so much deeper like it runs so much deeper than the money for them and like I love listening to them talk and I'm I'm starting to understand more like I've always understood the product aspect but now I'm starting to understand like the actual culture of young living and a little bit more and like I've been a little bit judgy about it in the past I'm not gonna lie 
And not in like a way of like, I, I didn't think that I didn't have a problem with it necessarily. It just wasn't my vibe, you know? So I wasn't going to sit there and like watch Mary sing these songs, like it, you know, like this big show and like, you know, all of that. And then you're listening to that, her story now though. And she's talking about how that was her whole life and like how, when she met Gary, her life took a whole different turn. And, and I think about myself of like how much I love to dance and sing. And like, I could totally see myself trying to incorporate those things in, in my new lifestyle, because that was a passion of mine. And like, she also was talking about Gary and how he loved putting on a show and like getting kids to laugh. And like, he wanted to make convention like friend, family friendly, where everybody could come and laugh and like, get excited and like leave feeling super pumped up and inspired and like that's what fueled him and like you know so listening to that it just makes you a little bit more understanding and connected to those things that maybe just look like a show or like you know you know what I mean like I kind of struggled at first with these trips like the fancy resorts like four or five star hotels resorts like the swags, the excursions, like all of this stuff. It's just like shiny, 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 right? But what I love so much is that when you get beyond the shiny, you are not disappointed. And usually, usually if people are not selling, if people are selling good products with the shiny, 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 like, oh, you could make so much money and here's this and here's that. That's only going to last so long. That is not going to be successful. This this company has been around 27 years and it's successful as fuck because their products are really good. And when you get beyond the show and the shiny, that is a part of their culture and a part of who they are. You understand, like you also see the truth and you see the integrity and you see the love between them and the love of their family and you see the passion that went into this company and you just see the roots you see the roots of the fruit that's been that's been grown and i've really connected on a completely different level um having had these experiences being able to listen to mary's heart just from like a non-scripted storyteller like you can just feel her like she's just like she was just so chill like you could feel that crone energy of reflection like she didn't need to be there and she chose to be because this is this was her life's mission this was her her and her husband's path together that they took and it's so beautiful and I like I get emotional about it and then listening to the events team and talk about like and they're they're not like distributors like they actually work on the inside of the company and like listening to them together so like I was kind of like a fly on the wall like listening to them banter back together and like banter you know one another and talk about each other and talk about their bosses so highly they talked about them so highly and then like getting that they got up on stage at the end like during the dinner and like their boss like the crew that I was on like their boss who was like the overall seer of what was going on like you know, just talk so highly of them and they all cried and I was crying because I just like was so emotional throughout the whole thing because you just saw the family dynamic, you saw the culture and like I hadn't connected to that yet. Like in the two and a half years that I've been a part of Young Living, that hasn't been my focus. And this company, like this trip, like be like I'm and I'm telling you like beyond the swag and the hotel and like 
that really is, it's like wonderful and amazing, but I've been through so many different experiences in my life. We've had a lot of money. We've had a little money. We've, I've lived literally at the four seasons for a period of time and I've stayed in cockroach infested motels. And even on this road trip, we literally had that experience where we were staying in shitty, sketchy ass motels and then staying in this ridiculous, beautiful hotel. So it's that stuff is fun and I receive it and I like receive that victory, but it, it, it does not sell me on, on continuing to do something. Um, like when I was in Hawaii, I had a lot of fun with all of the stuff that they planned, but I would have been, um, probably a lot more comfortable and like, you know, um, I probably would have had even more fun just like hanging out with the locals at the beach. Like, you know, like that's just my, that's just who I am. Um, I, I'm not like distracted by those things. They are still fun to me though. You know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm speaking beyond that. Like I didn't go for that. I went for like the other piece of like, like just connecting with the integrity of this company. And I really felt like I had, I got that experience. Like talking, I asked as many questions as I could with the farmers I really, really, I stayed for the entire training day. So the entire training day was like four or was it six hours? I think it was four hours. You know, I stayed for the entire thing. Um, I took notes. The guy who spoke, they had like a network marketing expert come in. He spoke. It was awesome because I really realized how much I, like how, like this, and I'm going to sound so like narcissistic here, but I realized that I actually know a lot of things when it comes to network marketing and like everything that he said. And I think everybody in the room who have gotten to that point, they probably know these things. They know what's, what works and what doesn't, but it was really just cool to get that reflection back of like, you know, what I'm teaching and, 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 and what I do is you know, what the leading experts are teaching in their own way. And I have it in my own way and it looks completely different the way I do it, but I can see, I can see the resemblance and I can make those connections and I can, you know, I can get that affirmation and confirmation that I, that I am in the right place and I'm doing the right things. And I'm also learned things in the sense of like learning how to communicate what I, you know, learning how to communicate things in a different way, because guys, let me tell you, you, if you can communicate like one thing in three to five different ways so that every single type of person in the room understands what you're saying, like that's a gift. That is a beautiful gift. And like success is waiting for you on the other side of that gift. And that's something, or, you know, it's not that you have to be born with it, but it's something you can learn how to do. And it's something that I've been like learning how to do over the last couple of years, because when that man was speaking, um, his name was Rob Sperry. And when he spoke, I like really felt his heart and like he was a really great speaker. He had you crying within the ten minute, first 10 minutes. He had you laughing. He had you doing, you know, all like really honed in, taking notes, like really, really great speaker, kept you really engaged. And all I could think about was like how much I want to do that. Like I see that for myself and I do that on a smaller scale through my courses and things like that. But um, yeah, it was just really beautiful to like, to witness that and kind of like relate to that and, and to see that, like, um, you know, I know more than sometimes I let, I give myself credit for. Um, so 
yeah, so I stayed for that entire thing. Mary Young spoke for like two hours there. And then I stayed for the entire lunch that she spoke. And like, I really just soaked it all in. And I also soaked in the people too. So on another side of this, like a really big takeaway that I got from this trip was to like, stop judging people off of their Instagram handles. And like, I don't know how much I've done that in the past, but um, like, I don't, I don't think I have done that consciously a lot, but I can, I like still want to acknowledge it because I see it unfolding in so many different aspects of my life or like just, I see it unfolding in, in, in the world. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the black mirror episode where like, <laughs> you know, that everybody has like a rating of them. And every time you have an interaction with someone, you rate them, um, and you rate that interaction and they can't buy a house or buy food or buy anything without their interaction or without their rating being like high. So the whole goal of the, like throughout the episode, it's like the goal is to just make sure that every single person likes you. And so everyone's just being who they need to be to get a good rating so that they can survive in the world. And like, I don't know how fucking accurate that, like I, there's not a more accurate depiction of what's going on in today's world. Like the fact, like just the, the, the weird, the weirdness of people, um, deciding someone's worth based off how many Instagram followers they have or TikTok or whatever it is. It is fucking nuts, dude. It's nuts. And I'm not saying that like, I'm like, I'm not saying I'm not tipping my hat to people who do have a high following because there's something to that. There's a consistency that needs to be had and a determination and like whatever. But and like, so that's its thing all on its own. And people who have high followings, they earn them. And like, it, it really doesn't, but all in all, it does not make a difference on the actual human being themselves. You will find people who have really, really high followings who literally think that they are like Celine Dion. You know, I, I wrote about this the other day, but it's like, they will think they're the next Celine Dion or Beyonce because they had a video go viral of them like twerking with their goat or like putting mascara on. It's real. It's valid. Okay. But the majority of people in this world have like really, really genuine good hearts and they just carry them and they show them in different ways. I have some of my greatest, great, I have both. I have both ends. I have best friends who are like some of the most talented, hilarious, genuine, kind human beings on the planet that have not really figured out how to share themselves on social media. Like they just haven't figured that part out <laughs> of like how to depict all of who they are in social media. And then I have best friends who are like, you know, they have really high followings and they have figured out a way to share themselves. And some of them share all of themselves. Some of them have like a brand they've created through social media and they kind of stick to that. Um, like I have friends like all over the place with that. Um, and none of that matters when you get in face, like face to face with someone, like it's like, so anyway, I don't know on this trip, that was my big realization. Like I put that aside and I'm really, one thing I was really grateful for is that I didn't know, like I didn't, I like I've followed some people who were doing the business, but like, I didn't know the majority of people there. I did know a few, but I did not know the majority. And 
And I liked it that way because I got to like meet so many new faces and just experience them for who they were without my own projection of who I think they were based on what I perceived of them through Instagram or whatever. I would say Instagram because that's pretty much where I hang out the most. And, um, and really acknowledging that like, you know, yeah, like I share a lot of who I am on Instagram and I'm like, you know, like I'm pretty open, but not everybody is that way. And that doesn't make them disingenuous. It doesn't make them inauthentic that they don't share every aspect of who they are on social media. Some people use their social media platform strictly for building a business or strictly for, um, you know, different aspects or like some of them just use it because it's like a piece of art to them and they like are actually creating art on their newsfeed, right? There's all these different ways of of expressing yourself on social media. And then there's people who like, I feel like I might be in this category a little bit where like I express maybe more on social media than I would if I was to just meet someone in person because I still have deep programmings. Like I still am a little bit more of a comfort provider when I'm in conversation with people. I don't like to like take over the conversation unless it's like, you know, unless it's the space for that. Um, so there's a lot of stories and things about me that people wouldn't necessarily hear the first or second time they know me, but they might be able to go like read about. So it's just like all the, there's so many different personalities. There's so many different, you know, and this goes, this goes back to like not judging a book by its cover. It's like, don't judge a person by their IG handle. Don't judge a person by their image. Um, because that's all it is. Instagram is someone's image. It's their projection of who they are. And you're, you like how, like, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of like creating shadows, you know, like with a light on a wall, it's like, I can make a bunny with my hands, but it's still just a fucking hand. Like it's just my index finger and my thumb. You know what I mean? Like our perception of a projection is not going to be as it truly is. That's, that's just, you know, it just doesn't work that way because we're perceiving it based off what we know. And so, Anyway, what I really loved was that I didn't know a lot of these people. And so, because with network marketing, you're going to find that a lot of people are like, you know, either, you know, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, like a lot of them are building through there. And a lot of them have like, you know, a, a pretty big following and like all of that stuff. And so I appreciated that I didn't know people in that way because I was able to just get to know them face to face and like have really just beautiful interactions with people without that per like that preconceived notion of who they were. And and I found that like the just the majority of people just have such genuine hearts and there was a common denominator between like for the majority of people that I met in the space, like every single person in that room, they were all so different, building their business in different ways, um, you know, different beliefs or whatever. But the common denominator was like choice. Like everybody was there um, embracing this choice that they had to take back their power, the power of their own health, their own financial stability, um, their community. Like they were building their own, like they were cultivating community that was in alignment with them. They were, you know, like creating their own health and wellness and like supporting, like that was like the common denominator, just like embracing that choice that we have to take a little bit of our power back by like choosing what we're consuming and how we're consuming it. And, um, 
like choosing in, in which avenues we're going to to create abundance for our family and choosing what kind of community we want to cultivate. Like they were embracing choice. That would be like one common denominator. But there were a lot of different people there. And I really – and there were people from different countries too. So not every – it was cool. Like 1,400 – it was crazy actually. 1,400 people won the trip but only 400 people were able to go because of all of like the restrictions happening. So there was a massive team from Mexico. There was a few people from Brazil, a few people from Ecuador. It looked like the it, – it, or it seemed like the majority of people were from like the Central Americas um, and that maybe like – like the Asian countries and things like that were not um, like they were they weren't able to travel because over a thousand people or about a thousand people were not able to come because of restrictions. But yeah, so that was just um, a really big experience that I had too. I really just had this like awakening of like not judging people based off of that, obviously, and just like showing up in my authentic self, not letting anybody's. Um, projection like mean anything about me not let anybody's belief mean anything about me or and and just let them be who they are and like it not mean anything about me and whether or not that I am like you know um I think I I'm trying to describe like what I felt it's it's I think for so long I've kind of valued myself for being different and being like almost like being the misunderstood one. And I've kind of grown up always like feeling like that because I've had so many different experiences. And like I I know I need to do some podcast episodes about this, but you know, I, I've had like my childhood, we we traveled around doing these like wild west shows, all of us dressed up as like cowgirls and um like doing church camps and you know riding horses and you know all these things and then like fast forward and I'm like you know doing ayahuasca with my mom in the middle of the rainforest like there's just very different dynamics that I've experienced um personality wise like reality wise and like financial like all of the things and so when I was would go to different schools and stuff it would you know it'd be hard to relate to people because when I would start to share different experiences that I would have I would feel like the weird one or whatever so I wouldn't really talk about those things um I wouldn't really talk about what I had experienced or gone through and I'm realizing that like we are more alike than we are different. I mean, I know that's so cliche, but it's so true. And like, even though I do feel like I have a very, you know, like I, I do things a little bit differently and like I have a, you know, I have my niche and I have my piece of the puzzle I'm playing in the world. I'm not unique and different in the way that I'm not special. Every single person, like really, I really approached this, re- this retreat, like every person in the room had something to offer me and I had something to offer them and no one was special and everybody was at the same time. Everybody had a special, unique gift and talent that they had, a reason that they got to where they are because getting to gold, I mean, like that's a huge um, undertaking. And so every single person there had to overcome limited beliefs and challenges of their own in order to get that, in order to create that. And they all did it in different ways. And, um, so I really approached that with curiosity and like, I really try to focus on where, where there were connections and, and focus on making connections and seeing our similarities rather than focusing on our differences, because I'm so tired of that. 
I'm so tired of like people being like, oh, you're pro this, then we can't be friends. Or like, oh, you have an opinion about this. That means that you're that. It's like, oh, you have one opinion. I'm going to place you in this box that auto- and automatically assume that because you have this one belief that you believe everything that's in this box. And then now we can't be friends because I'm over here and like, oh, you're red and I'm blue and like you're left and I'm right. And um, it's just absolute fucking nonsense. And I realized that in my own weird way, I could, I might've been contributing to that by trying to completely remove myself, if that makes sense. And this of like, oh, you guys are fucking nuts. And like, I'm over here and just doing my own thing. And like, there is a truth to that. But at the same time, it's like, it's still judgment, you know? And so I think that was my biggest thing of like, just coming at this space um, and putting the judgment of myself aside, putting the judgment of other side and stop looking so much for differences and like acknowledging the differences, not ignoring them, like, you know, but letting, like also looking for similarities and looking for connections. And I did not connect with every single person, but I would say that the majority of people that I spoke to and I, when I came from that just space of this is me genuinely and wholly me. Um, and showing my heart that the majority of the time when you're willing to open your heart, other people are going to be willing to open their heart for you as well. And it was a really beautiful experience. And I really got to connect with so many different people. Um, you know, I just kind of like, cause I just kind of kept, you know, I just kept meeting new people, kept having, and even in, even when we were there, I kept my head up, like, even though cities make me a little anxious, I kept my head up at the cities. Um, and I felt like a lot more comfortable being there because like Corey was there and like, we were like there with our family and in it together and all that. But I had so many beautiful connections with just strangers there too. I mean, like people that weren't there for the gold retreat, but just overall, and it, I kind of came back into my ability to socialize, especially like after these couple years of our like year and a half of like not socializing in person. I think that like, we've just like, it's been this weird dynamic where we, we have learned to perceive people based off social media because that's all we've seen in the last year and a half. And that's all we've had to connect with. So I see why it's happened. And also it's like a very new thing. Like technology is fucking new to us guys, the like and follow button. It's all very new. We've never had this in human history. There's a lot of ego that we have to work through and a lot of weird shit we have to work through with that. But overall, like I understand why it's come to that because we haven't had in-person interaction. So this helped me really come back to that in-person aspect of like just learning how to socialize again, learning how to be a good human, learning how to hold a container for other people to be as they are um, and to like let that, you know, part go while still honoring like because a lot of people were building their businesses through social media and stuff like that like honoring you know their special gift in being able to do that but that does not that's not a one-size-fits-all thing and that so many other people were there doing it differently and um and even in the realm of social media doing it differently as well so that was a really huge huge takeaway for me like there were so many so many genuine good people um and I I focused on that rather than focusing on the the eye roll situation, you know, just like, oh my God, this person thinks they're Celine Dion because of like their swipe up feature, you know, I really tried to like change my perception and I really did end up connecting with a lot of different, different people that I maybe wouldn't have connected with had I had gone into that situation, um, looking at it from a, you know, from that point of view. So 
Um, I, there's probably so much more that I was going to say that I didn't say. Um, I kind of went all over the place. Um, but I just wanted to kind of give you a little bit of my takeaways from this trip and I'm going to be going on another one next month and I'll, um, you know, I'll check back in, but if you're out there, um, and you're wondering, uh, you know, you want to know more about these, this company and these products and just like what the fuck I'm talking about, uh, please shoot me a message. It's at your moon mom on Instagram. Um, I will reply. I, you know, it might take me a few moments to get to them, um, with people in my inboxes and stuff, but I will see it and I will reply and I'm totally happy to like answer any questions that you may have or like help you get situated and all the things. <laughs> and guys, if you're out there and you are doing the thing and maybe you've gone on a trip or you're going on a trip, I just want to like be a voice for you because if you do experience imposter syndrome or you experience this feeling of being misunderstood or, or like left out or like you just don't connect with people, um... I want to invite you the way I invited myself to really focus on your similarities rather than your differences. And that does not mean that you need to connect with every single person and that, no, but give yourself permission to show up as you are. Don't feel like you need to change Even though, even if you dress differently or you, um, you know, sound differently or your beliefs seem different or whatever, your, you know, Instagram is like not as fancy or is not, you know, whatever it is, just show up as you are with your open heart and hold the fort down, hold that container. You are not better than anyone and no one is better than you. And when you can show up just in full heart, you give permission to other people to do that. And that's when you really discover people's like true integrity and their humanism. Like if they're able to honor your humanism the way that you are honoring, honoring theirs, that's when those connections can really happen. And I connected with a lot of people that I may not have connected with had I had gone into that looking for our differences um, and placing myself in, you know, like, you know, placing myself in that in that, um, like misfit category, which I still am, you know, I'm always going to be that, but really looking for the different points of connection rather than our differences. I felt like I did, I felt like I played, um, my part, you know, I didn't tap out. I didn't hide. I didn't, um, not go to things because I felt different because I didn't know how to socialize. Like I came with my heart and I was awkward as I am. And, um, if people appreciated that and wanted to conversate with me, I was here for it. And if they didn't, it didn't mean anything about me. It doesn't mean anything about you. Um, and just let it be what it is and like trust that you're going to make the right connections along the way. Um, do not hide yourself because if you hide yourself, you will leave feeling like kind of odd, you know, you'll, you'll leave feeling misunderstood. You'll leave feeling like, like you don't fit in, but if you can open yourself up, um, you give other people permission to do that. And I'm telling you so many people feel that way at these retreats. They feel left out because maybe they're new or they haven't had a chance to connect with people. They feel left out. So be the person at the table that invites other people to sit with them or like go sit with people that are sitting alone. Like, just you will find that you have a much better experience when you do that. Um, all right. I think that's all. And I hope you guys have an incredible week. And I 
I'm excited to do more of these rundowns and hopefully things work out for us to go to Ecuador this year. But if not, we'll, we'll see it. We'll definitely be seeing about next year. But, um, yeah, I, we do intend to go to the silver retreat. We have a couple friends from my team going and I'm excited to, um, just like hang out with them and like witness them having their first retreat experience. Like, I think that's going to be really fun and their first farm experience. So we're going to like the actual headquarters and their like main massive farm. So if you appreciated this episode or you appreciate this podcast, can you please do me a solid? Go to the Purple Podcast app, search from Anxious to Able, and then click write a review. Um, give us five stars, hopefully, and let us know what you think. And also, please take a snap of this episode. Post it on your stories if you enjoyed it. Tag me at your moon mom. Tag from Anxious to Able. And um, let us know what you actually took away from this episode. And that's a wrap.